Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. Next episode, Finding Meaning. January 11th, 6.21 a.m. Just dropped my 15-year-old high school freshman off at uh, basketball practice. Uh, so, wanted to take the opportunity between dropping him off and picking him up to offer to you a uh, episode. And I want to begin this episode with a question. The question is this. What do you really know? Now, it's something you need to think about. So, you know, try to, at some point in this day, think about what it is you really know and why you think you know it. Now, that's an important exercise. It's an important thing to do. Because in our programming, in the programming that the world puts in us, we don't have an option. We're just programmed into a false understanding of reality instantly from our first breath, people, family, uh, culture programs us. We are told what to know. We're told. We are taught what to know. Not even necessarily what we should know, although that's important. I mean, that's, you know, that's part of it. But we are given parameters uh, by being told, you know, this is what reality is. This is what you must have. This is who you must be. And the reason that programming happens is so we can fit into the the system. We can fit into the cogs of the machine. And I know that's there's a lot of cliche and a lot of metaphor there, but it's true. Uh, to, you know, to quote the old Pink Floyd song, "Welcome, my son, to the machine." You know, we are we are made and programmed into structures, institutions to be a productive part of the machinery of society. Now, you know, on one hand, it's it's okay to pay your bills, to have a job, to feed your kids, to, you know, uh, have a little freedom, uh, to explore ideas, and to enjoy life. Got no question about that. Uh, you know, I have the wherewithal in my life uh, I have the um, ability to give a podcast at 6.30 a.m. rather than be slaving in a coal mine, right? So, I mean, it's not, it's not all bad. Uh, there's nothing necessarily wrong with resources. Uh, you know, I could give a thousand podcasts on how the acquisition and the availability of resources is not given out equally in our society because that's also part of the machine. In order for someone to have, there must necessarily be a have-not. You know, In order for someone to achieve, there must be someone who doesn't. I mean, we have a very programmed, skewed way of seeing the reality that we're in, uh, and it's skewed towards the machine towards what it means to be, you know, middle class, what it means to 
have um, the amenities, have the comfort, have what what society and life can offer. Just came back from a trip to Mexico, and uh, although I was in a very tourist-oriented part of Mexico, uh, it's a different deal, folks. Uh, you get a big dose of how things are not equal for everyone in this world when you go down to Mexico. And um, I think it's important for us to understand that in each culture, we are programmed to be a part of that culture. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Uh, In India, in Hinduism, the religion Hinduism, there's a class system. Uh, And there are people who are just born, and their lot is to be in poverty. That's who they're supposed to be. Or their lot is to be the ruling class. That's who they're supposed to be. And there are variations of that. And you're programmed to do that. That's who you are. Well, I would say the same thing is probably true, except in a less obvious way in every culture. That because we don't have equal access to education, because we don't have the awareness of what it means to be human, because we don't have equal access to to um, opportunities, uh, we have built a structure of culture, structure of society that keeps perpetuating itself and we keep programming people to be a part of it. That's my wife's alarm. Maybe she'll get up and shut it off. <laughs> it's. I better go do that for her. Excuse me just a second. Oh, it's my son's alarm. Yeah, he's already gone to basketball practice. There's no reason to have the alarm on. So, you see... Even that, let me use that as an example, right? We're programmed up at a certain time to school or to work at a certain time. Now, I'm not saying all of this is bad or all of it's wrong. What I'm saying is is that if we think about what we know and how we know it, if we think about who we are and, and how we function, we're going to find that we are programmed. I said this before when I was working at our local factory here in town. Uh, you could park your car and watch the, the half hour before people arrived at work. And they would all arrive at the same time, each person their own time, but at the same time every day. They would enter the building. It was, it was like clockwork. People had the same habits. They weren't communicating this. They were just going in because that's how they function. That's how they were trained and programmed to, to be. We fall into these patterns because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for patterns to explain reality. And because of that, our culture, our culture is 
is also programmed to function out of uh, these patterns of behavior, these patterns of, of comprehension. What I'm saying here, folks, is that there's a place to live that is beyond that and that can recognize that. That true meaning, true freedom in being human is at the very least being able to objectively see these patterns. Objectively see, you know, that the, the, the way in which we are functioning is a programming that we are taught to follow patterns that we are taught to adhere to, to ways of understanding reality that offer, uh, that are really, let me say it this way, we are, we are forced to live into these programmings to perpetuate an, an institutionally based dualistic notion of reality. And because of that, we can't solve our problems. We don't seem to be able to solve our problems. And it isn't until we get beyond that and that we can begin to solve our personal and collective problems. Now, I'm not saying once you understand that completely, that's going to solve everything. But I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to do a little witnessing here from my aspect and my perspective, that when you function in such a way that you realize that people's behaviors are programmed, that people's actions are programmed, that we're all part of the machine, it frees you. You, you have a freedom. And I, really be, I believe that freedom is the beginning of finding meaning. That's really the beginning of, I guess, enlightenment, if you want to use that word, transformation, whatever word you want to use. So, <clears throat> you know, I... <laughs> I don't think we can help but be a part of what's going on in our cultures. You know, uh, we, we have to pay bills, we have to feed kids, we have to function. Uh, let me tell you a quick story. Years ago, oh my gosh, <clears throat> many years ago, there was, a <clears throat> there was a clergy person I knew who wanted to go off and... and uh, he, he wanted it to be free of the structures of the institutions he was a part of. So he bought a, he bought a uh, RV, I believe it was an old used one, loaded up his family and said goodbye to the church institution, goodbye to the institutions of the world, and, and drove around trying to sell his book. Well, within about a year, not even that, here he came back because he couldn't function outside the institutions couldn't feed his kids. So uh, I think we, we need to understand that, you know, you, you got to pay bills. But just because we're in the machine doesn't, have, doesn't mean we have to be a part of it. Uh, you know, just because you're free from the matrix doesn't mean you, it doesn't, you know, mentally, uh, spiritually free from the matrix, you, you still are functioning in it. And when Jesus would say, you know, you can be, you have to be a part of the world, but you can't be of it. You have to, you have to render on to Caesar what is Caesar's, but you have to retain your own integrity and identity. Um, that's important. 
mean, my electric bill is going to come due whether I'm spiritual or not. Before enlightenment, chopping wood, carrying water. After enlightenment, chopping wood, carrying water, is the old Eastern saying. So, my point is this. What you know matters. Because if all we know is the system, the machine, the cogs, if all we are is just another cog, then we don't help. Then we just perpetuate. If we realize we're something more, then I think it takes on a deeper, then life takes on a deeper, more substantial meaning. There you have it, my friends. Uh, I thank you for your time. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.